Welcome, everyone, to our weekly devotion. And this week, I'm looking at Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3 is a great chapter that gives guidance for the young, beginning by saying, Do not forget my law. Keep the law. Uh, let your heart keep my commandments. And that means that we need to know what the law is. But today, what I wanted to look at is 11 and 12. My son, and that includes daughters, do not despise the chastening of the Lord. So my children, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as the father, the son, in whom he delights. So do not despise the chastening of the Lord. Now, we may not know what the chastening of the Lord is. And instead, we kind of go through life and disappointments, frustrations, heartaches come up and we're frustrated with life. We become depressed, maybe angry and bitter. We begin to covet other people's situations where we think they have a much easier life. We might say things like, I don't know why this happens to me. Everyone else seems to be doing just fine. Why am I getting picked on? And all of the energy we have, all of the mental attention we have, turns to that inward grumbling and complaining. And perhaps it never even crossed our minds that we're being chastened by the Lord. Instead, we might think of it more just like God's not helping me, as if he's, he's neutral or negligent instead of actively calling you to uh, be refined. And so we complain and become bitter and angry. Instead, we should know that whatever circumstance we're in, we're being loved by the Lord as his children. And that's what 12 says, just like a father who delights in a child, so to the Lord whom the Lord loves, he corrects. This isn't just God is negligent or he's being unfair, just the opposite. I mean, that we should repent of those thoughts, confess those thoughts as sins, because it's not that at all. It's that God is being uh, actively loving us by chastising us sometimes in our lives. And we have to realize what we need is a humble heart. And one of the first things that chastising makes us address is our view of ourself. We may have a very elevated view of ourself and our talents, our abilities. And because of that, we're not humble. We're very prideful. And we don't hear correction, either from other humans or from the Lord. We get mad instead and, and uh, justify ourselves, get defensive. And so that's the first step. God has to teach us to be humble and help us to see ourselves that uh, our, our, uh, our, ourselves before the Lord as sinners, we have nothing to be prideful about. And we should set aside our pride. And if we start to think, well, yeah, but look at my life. I've been very successful at what I do. And, and uh, therefore, I'm very good at that. Well, even that's from the Lord. And the things that we're very good at can actually get in the way sometimes of what the Lord wants us to do. So we have to be humbled. You can think about what Joseph had to go through in Egypt, all those years in prison, 19 years in Egypt, put in prison unfairly, and the Lord refining him so that iron enters into his soul. Or what Peter had to do in being prepared. Or even Paul. We don't think about that with Paul, but Paul had to be prepared in allowing himself to have pride in his in himself, his accomplishments. He's the greatest student, student of Gamaliel. He's, he's uh, the one defending Israel by, uh, and Judaism by attacking Christians, and he has to be humbled. Uh, his physical condition of blindness was like a, a physical uh, uh, sign of the spiritual reality of his blindness. And so 
there's time. I mean, I keep going example after example, Jacob and what had to happen with him. Uh, Moses, what had to happen with him. And we see over and over again, pride gets in the way of seeing what we need to see. And we don't see the chastisement of the Lord. We get angry, bitter. And so instead, Proverbs 3, verse 11 is so simple. Don't despise the chastising of the Lord. There's never a reason in the Christian life to be angry or upset or to think that God is neglecting you or being unfair. That's a sin because God can never neglect his children. God can never be unfair. Uh, instead, we should always be willing to turn it back on me and say, I know God is good. I know God loves his children. And so there's something I'm not seeing. Lord, help me to see it and make it a matter of prayer. And the Lord will answer those prayers and be ready to repent in new ways. That's part of what refining means is you're seeing new ways in which sin has affected your life. And you have to still repent of that sin and remembering all of that is the love of God, because the alternative is you're left in your sin. Do you really want God to say, well, uh, it's good enough. I'll just leave him with that sin. Of course not. Uh, and so God, as a perfect uh, father, is working perfectly in us. And I hope what that does is it gives us a spirit of humility. The meek shall inherit the earth, uh, the poor in spirit. And I also hope it gives us a sense of joy, knowing that no matter what circumstance I'm in, even if it's a very unpleasant one, I know it's from the hand of the Lord, and I know it's for my good, and I'll never have any reason to complain or grumble or be depressed. I'll only have reason to sing the praise of God. So thank you for joining me this week as we looked at Proverbs 3, 11, and 12.